Some of the bumper music on the last IT podcast in the world was created by Daniel Wheat. You can find Daniel's music on Spotify and other music streaming platforms and follow him on Instagram at Daniel Wheat Music. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this special snack size edition of the last IT podcast in the world. As you can probably tell from the name, snack size means that it's quite a bit shorter than our regular podcast. We're going to do both formats from time to time, drop a snack size in once in a while, do the regular format, and keep that going just to give you a mix of formats to listen to. Hope you enjoy them. Hey, today's topic is about non-transparent pricing or opaque pricing. I don't think any of us like that when we don't really know what something's going to cost or we get a surprise. Uh, classic is you find a $79 airline ticket round trip. Sounds great. But by the time you check out and you've added a seat each way, maybe a check bag, some priority getting on and off, it's $400. Nobody likes that. Well, can it be even worse than that in the area of enterprise software? Sometimes these hidden prices don't even appear till you own the software and you find out that you owe the vendor money for strange reasons and they can add up to tens or multi-tens of thousands of dollars per year. Terrible. Anyway, we talk about that in today's snack size edition of the last IT podcast in the world. Hope you enjoy it. Hey, slight twist on bad IT. Normally we talk about tech that we've encountered that's frustrating because it doesn't work right or the user interface is not clear or it's buggy or whatnot. But this, this is a little bit different. This this is me kind of expressing my frustration. Chime in if you want on the, it goes back to our episode one, the greasy business of buying technology, especially enterprise or a large software purchase where, you know, it's a multi-month project, probably tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars in price tag, those kinds of things. And what I would like our listeners to know is that different technology companies take a very different approach to the sales and pricing and what you're going to pay for it um, uh, process. And recently it's become clear to me, I'm going to talk about, I'm not going to mention names, but there's, I'm going to kind of slightly compare two mid-market ERP providers as an example. I'm going to give three or four examples. So um, like, what does that mean, David? Like pricing transparency, it, it means you don't really know what something's going to cost you. Like maybe till the last minute, have you bought, like the last time you bought a car off a car lot, were you like, do you, do you like sort of the haggling and like the, I'm going to squeeze every last nickel out of the dealer I can? I I don't like haggling. I'm the last time I bought a car, it was in a really bad market. So there was zero leverage on my end. So it was like, do you want this or does the person behind you that's going to take it at test drive? It gets it. So, yeah, but yeah, I, I do like transparent pricing. That was one of the frustrations of that process is that, you know, there's margin there that is unspoken. The sales rep's your buddy, but he's got to talk to his manager and yeah, gosh, I don't know. Got to make you wait in a room for a while. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I hate the psychological games of pricing. I think most people just enjoy like, what does this thing cost? It costs X. Do you want it? Yes or no. Right. You know, that, that's, I think what we most prefer. And, and some software vendors especially now in the cloud slash more subscription driven model are like that. You can go to a lot mm -hmm. of cloud-based SaaS software as a service application and they'll show the pricing right on their website. 
Yeah, price per user, price per month, price. Yeah, enterprise has more yeah. features. Premium has a little bit less. Free, you know, basic, whatever. It's great. We love that. But there are some large software providers out there that are still playing the old time game. So thing number one is, so tactic number one is they will give you a greatly inflated price that just seems ridiculous and then reassure you that that's not the real price and and we can negotiate it. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. when can, then part two is like, hey, when can we know what the real price is? And they'll say, well, have you picked us as your final final? Like, well, well, it depends. Yeah. Well, well, one of our factors in deciding is price. Well, when you've picked us as your final you know, answer, mm-hmm. then we can begin the process of negotiating and seeing, you know, what we can get for you. I'm like, like who operates yeah. that way? Uh, that is a great Appar- question. Apparently some can, but yeah. Like if you're a software company, that's essentially owned by the fifth wealthiest person on the planet. Apparently that's how you operate. Mm. I'm not naming names, but that's <laughs> um, that's typically how you do it. So, so that's thing one is the negotiation, and and a lot of. Uh, meanwhile, I know another ERP provider that publishes their prices on their website per user per month, and and is there some negotiation you can do on that with some partners that resell that? Probably, but it's it's going to be minor. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to be you know, those kinds of things. So that's thing one. So transparency and pricing at at the beginning. Now here's the follow-up. So then you say, fine, we're going to buy your software. Um, the, the, the first solution provider I'm thinking about will greatly, you know, give you a pretty healthy discount and you will sign up for three years probably, or five, but don't do five. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do five At, at maximum do three. Derek, here's a question. How easy to think is once you've selected that ERP and you've implemented and you're running on it, how easy is it to change your mind and move away from it? It's an enormous lift to change your mind. And I'm wondering, thinking out loud, if ERP vendors know that. Right. Yeah. So let's say you get a 40% discount years one through three and you're like, wow. Wow, what a deal. Yeah. Brace yourself for your year four through six renewal. Right. Because that 40% or 50 or 45 or 35 will change. And yep. it's all because of the cynical knowledge. What are you going to do? Right. You know, like, if you want to change, it's going to be hard and expensive. So, <clears throat> how much worse can we make our price and still be slightly better than you leaving? Yeah. Yep. I, I know of an example where a, a, a customer was using ERP or one through three. Uh, they contracted in size of companies, so their license count dropped by over half. And they realized they weren't using certain features they bought or modules or levels of service in the first three years and said, we don't need these anymore. So license dropped by half, two or three modules that they had bought and weren't using, like, we don't need these anymore. And you'll never believe it, but their next three years went up in price, not down in price. Yep. Because companies that have a revenue stream, some companies, some very like not my favorite companies don't let go of revenue and they'll just find ways to keep it. Just shocking. Right. Let me keep going. There's so also some large enterprise systems are keeping this little mysterious calculator going of how many lines of transactional data 
you're generating in your business. And they've got a service tier that breaks like basic tier, hmm. premium tier, enterprise tier. And, and you move from tier to tier based on what that counter does. But you don't know what that counter looks like, how you're progressing toward it. You certainly don't know when you're buying the software. It is almost virtually because they count everything. So I'll give you an example. Let's say a sales order. You sell something to a client. They buy five things from you. So the system counts that as five. Oh, plus tax, six. Oh, plus freight, seven. You think a seven, right? Okay. Oh, no, because that's the sales order. Then you ship it to them on a shipping document, seven more. Then you bill them on an invoice, seven, seven more. more. Then you post it to your GL, six or five or seven or whatever the number is more. So, and then there's all other kinds of things happening in the background that I don't, can't even explain. But trust me, it is a mystery number. And wow. and when you cross that threshold, they call you. I've been on the receiving end of this phone call. Hey, um, you guys have crossed a threshold. And so we need to talk about upgrading you to our next tier. And that is going to be plus... $75,000 per year. And if not, what do you do? You, you, you don't have very many choices. And so I, I really hate sort of these little secret counters that are going to automatically move you up a revenue stream cycle up to another tier. And you don't really get anything else out of it. You just get to keep doing business. Right. And it can be very expensive. Hate it. Vendors yeah. that do that. <laughs> I tend to not, I tend to warn my clients. Like I know this, like, Hey, if you look at the system and the software is good, but mm -hmm. like, here's what you, and so they get cautions from me on that third example, third and final. Um, you do some of the things you do on an ERP system involve file imports. Like you've want to do mass load of data CSV. Does anyone know what, like what does comma CSV set stand for? Do you know? Comma separated values. Thank you. I knew the comma. Come with something. So, you know, it's a, a version of Excel and you need to upload a thousand records or 10,000, or you do some month in stuff or you're uploading your standard cost values or who knows what, but all ERPs have this. It's normal. It's standard. Mm -hmm. uh, but, but let's say that process is running really slowly. Like it's just not finishing, you know, start it again. It runs for hours. And it's not finishing. Oh, well, we have a, we have a, an offering where you can have faster CSV upload performance. Really? Really? Uh, we'd like that. Thank you. Fork over $20,000 a year. Now this module does other stuff, but all you need it for is faster CSV. So like, yep. And you can buy more. Oh, you can do a two turbo version, 40,000 or a three turbo version, 60,000. And gosh, won't your CSV imports go very quickly. You know, meanwhile, this other ERP part, they don't have any of that. Like there's, there's literally nothing. Um, other than maybe database size, which is very, very cheap. If you had a very large database, yeah. they would charge you a little bit more. Like I can't think of any comparable things to those three things I described, the, the upfront pricing being opaque and the renewal being uh, brutal. Um, and then, um, you know, the things like, it's four things, the, the, the mystery counter that you're going to have to pay for. <laughs> and like, the, oh, you'd like to go faster. We'll just pay us more money. And I'm talking... You know, if it was fifteen hundred dollars or three thousand or five, sure, yeah, like, like, like it's going to cost you a headcount in budgeting to and, make the and I, I am aware of a company that has had all three of those events: the renewal shock, the performance 
you know, premium and the secret counter adding to more revenue for the software company happen in the same year. Oof. Yeah. And it makes it really expensive. So hashtag bad IT companies pricing and, and it's just, you know, you just tell those stories and, you know, you feel like you need to take a shower after I tell all that stuff. Cause it's so <laughs> greasy and greedy. It is. Yeah. I mean, you can see why they do it. It's, they've got tentacles into a company and it's hard to leave. They can extract quite a bit, but man, it's frustrating. And, and when, like you said, when there are alternatives out there that have transparent pricing, here's my number of users, here's my, you know, whatever they're going to, whatever metric they're going to price by, here's my pricing tiers. It's at least predictable. And yeah. Um, and human yeah. beings, I think human beings value predictability over just co cost period. Mm -hmm. Like if you, if you know what your utility bill was going to be for the next five years, you might take that even if it was maybe marginally higher than if you let it be variable, right? Right. Because you can plan. So yeah. uh, some, some pretty bad IT practices out there. I'm guiding, you know, give, give me a call like podcast at alt-cio.com <laughs> or ping me on LinkedIn if you're looking at systems because these are some things you don't know until you've been in the industry for a while and seen all the shenanigans. And I think your point about it, it's really hard to change some of those products. If like an ERP is the example you used, mm -hmm. it's you can't if you get it wrong, it's really hard to fix it. Yeah. And just know that you're making a big commitment and and you're committing to a relationship mm -hmm. with your provider. And that's often the most frustrating part. It shouldn't be, you know, um, but but depending on the provider and the the technology company behind it, you can end up with okay software and a terrible business relationship which isn't good right yeah awesome